Happy Sabbath. All right, let us begin our Sabbath school with a word of prayer. Amen. So, we've all went over just now, showing that, um, showing that we all need clean and good what? Blood. And one thing that helps it, she, she had there, was hyssop. And the Bible says, purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Amen. So, the midnight cry is coming where Christ is going to clean up every single body's blood he 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 will purge us and 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 help us so that we all might be clean before him because the, the scripture says be ye clean that bear the vessels of the lord so so the lord has to purge us with hyssop and clean up our blood and it will be very hot in that time it will be a a a hard trial but christ says that says that he will keep us from the hour of temptation, that H-O-T, the hour of temptation. It's going to be very hot and, and, and a hard trial, but praise God, the heat is there for our healing. Amen? Amen. Okay, so now we'll look, at, um, we'll look at this thought this morning. We'll look at the, the beginning of the path. Right now, we are on one path. Amen? And then th this path will change and this second path will be a higher and holier path. Amen? And that path, we have to get on, get on that path and walk that path from the beginning of the path down to the end. Amen? Because the midnight cry is this beginning of this path. So, so, we'll, so we'll look at this now as we go on throughout um, these notes here. So Stephen Hassel says in SDP, 179 paragraph 2 it says in reading God's word and any of its parts there is what first to be found the story which lies on the surface and secondly the deeper meaning which is just as truly there but which must be sought for as with a lighted candle it is hoped that the reader may at least catch a glimpse of the deep spiritual lessons while reading the plain narrative of events amen so the first thing we see Upon, upon, upon the earth is the surface of, of the earth. But then if you go deeper, you end up finding many veins of gold and gems and diamonds and so forth. So the first thing, as, as this quote here says, we first have to see which lies upon the surface, the plain, the plain narrative of events. Then after that, you see secondly in the spiritual, um, amen, lessons, that 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 God God has there and 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 those are truly there as as is the surface view as well. Okay. So we're gonna look at the beginning, Genesis 1 1. Genesis 1 1 it says, In the 
beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. So when I read, read this verse, I think it was probably like Wednesday or something this week, the thought, the, thought, the thought came, just look up what that word created means. So, so created means to, to create or to cut down a wood or select or, or amen, dispatch. So, so in the beginning, the midnight cry is the beginning of, 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 of the path. And then, and, and here this is where God is going to create. Amen. He will cut down wood, as, as it says here. He will lay the axe to the root, root of the tree. He's going to cut down. So, so when Christ cuts down with with thee, I shall cut down. This is where God is creating as well. Amen. 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 And he cuts, he cuts down the wood so that he may lay the wood in order. So there is an order that God wants and, and there is an order in which God will get. It's just that will, will we be, be in, in that order as well? Okay. So now let's go read this quote from can't remember who it was from, from Advent Review and Sabbath Herald. It says, the, the best plan of testing a doctrine is to substitute the what? Definition. Definition of the word itself and see what kind of sense it makes. So, so, so the word create means to cut down wood, select, or dispatch. So Genesis 1-1 is saying, in the beginning, God selected the heavens and the earth. So... So at the beginning of this path, God is going to select um, the heavens and the earth for many reasons. Because the heavens will sh show forth God and the earth will show forth God. And God will select those, those two things to, to show forth himself. Amen? Oh, go ahead. We'll look at more of these as we go along. The same word create. No, I like this. You know, based on what you're saying, you have the order. And you see that in creation. The evening Amen. and the morning was the first day. Amen. The evening and the morning was the second day. But at the, the first five days, everything needed for man was made. Mm -hmm. But it's the midnight cry, which is the sixth day, is when man is selected. Amen, yes. That's what he's showing. The, the Lord crowning comes work. to select a man or Amen. men to go forward and be fruitful and, and multiply, multiply and replenish the earth. So the, 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 the creation begins on the first day, but it's only culminating in the man. Mm -hmm. yeah, Amen. Praise God. And then, because the first six days is just showing the earth, but then the seventh day is showing heaven, because this is showing now the link between God and man, and it's showing that God selected the heavens and the earth, the first six days, and then the seventh day. And all, all who keeps this first week shall be saved. If you walk, walk in that order, you will be saved. Amen? So we have to know God's order, and we have to put ourselves in line with God's order, because there is a fight literally now against the literal week, saying that we, we cannot know when the seventh day is. That is false. That makes no sense. God said plainly what the seventh day is. So it's that people are taking themselves out of God's order, to go and put in a new order, put in, put in a new world order 
so that so that man man might be deceived and turn turn from God. But praise God, God's gonna put forth a new world order as well. Um, Kennard. I was gonna say that's nice. Um, on the sixth day, the to preserve the order that He set in the earth, the Lord set up an organization. Amen. Adam and yes. Eve, and that organization, He crowned them with the Sabbath. So uh, where we are, if we don't have an organization, we're not we, getting we to the Civil Sunday Law. Amen. There must be an organization put in place by the time the Civil Sunday Law comes. Amen. Okay. So going with that, all these words mean, mean, mean the very same thing. Order, um, or, organization, and, um, and a, amen. All three of them, they all mean the same thing because if you actually look them up, they all actually say, 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 say one of those words as well. Different thought that is true, but 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 they all generally mean the very same thing, and it is God's order, and we'll we'll see that in Solomon says that in Proverbs. So just as Kanar said, if if we don't have that order, the civil Sunday law means damnation onto us, because God only puts puts a crown on His order, and 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 and, and we see that in the first week. At, in the beginning of the path, he he set he set a crown upon that order. That is why, um, the 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 first humans on this planet received the Sabbath in its fullness. Right there, that is showing that he crowned the order in which he set up. But we see as we go along. Okay, now let's go down to what this word, to to what dispatch means. Dispatch is a noun meaning speedy performance. So, amen. Um, or speed, haste, or, or ex, expedition. Okay, so in the beginning, God put forth in speedy um, haste the, a, amen, the heavens and the earth. So from here onward, it is going to be that the final movements will be rapid ones. At the beginning of this path, the midnight cry comes, comes to change our lives in a fast, quick um, fashion. And we have to keep pace with the light. Amen. Darius, that just came to mind. The Bible says, I, Darius, have made a decree. Let it be done with speed. speed. Amen. And, yes, and, yes. And a decree is a command. A decree is, and God said. Amen. Yes. So that's why the world was created in a week. He Amen. With speed. Amen. He he finished it all in that one yeah. week. So God, God will um uh, how does the the quote go? He says he will not shorten the work in righteousness, which is true. That 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 goes with it as well. But I can't I can't remember it. I'm sorry. Yeah, he will cut the work short in righteousness. This is another quote, but I can't I can't remember it right now. But anyways, the final movements will be rap ones, and the reason being. Is is because we see what God is doing and we see what Satan is doing. Once we clearly see that, things can go much faster. Because now, because now we actually have eyes to see what is actually happening, and therefore when we see these things, we will move. Because obviously, if we're standing and we see a car coming and we actually see see that car coming to hit us, we're gonna move quickly. The first thought is immediately: legs move fast, react now. Most of the time, we don't even think it just happens. So that is what will happen. When, when our eyes actually turn around and see, man, there's a car about to hit me, we will move. Amen. Amen, yes. 
to have is to move before we see the car. See, amen. We should already see what's coming and, and be ahead of everyone. And amen. we're already moving at a rapid speed. To, to the world, we'll look crazy. But to heaven, we're on the right course. Amen. And I'm saying it'll start here because this is when, this is when the virgins awake. And their eyes are actually finally open now. And they really see, oh, this is, this is happening very soon. This is my Lord and my Christ. Because... Oh, amen. Yes. Um, I was gonna, yeah, because because the two, the two on the water maze, when their eyes opened, what did they do? They got up with, with, with haste and they ran and they immediately ran. So once once the eyes are actually open, once you have that eye stop, you're going to get up and go, and go. You're going to get up and move immediately. All right. Continue on. Matthew 25, verse six, as we know. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Um, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And, and, and as they went, what happened? The door closed upon them because they did not move as quickly as God wanted them to move. Romans 13, 8 says, Owe no man anything but to love one another. For, for he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. For this, thou, for this thou, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet. And if there be... Um, a, a, amen. Amen. It is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Love worketh no, no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. So directly connected with the fulfilling of the law of loving God supremely and loving those near you um, um, as yourself, rather, is this. Verse 11. And that, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake. So directly with the parable of ten virgins is this love. This is one of the orders. This is one of the orders in which God wants for us. We need to have this for God supremely, and if we do have this for God supremely, it will be easy to love those around us. But the test, the test is not really loving those in in whom it is easy to love. It is loving those who is not. Not. It's hard because if you if you do if you end up doing the things that you, you love always, that's always easy. That's not a test. But Yeah, I understand what you getting at. Amen. The harder ones. And this is how God's gonna um test us because people will people are yeah amen he is even now we, this is something we, we we deal with day to day every single day if you esteem 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 someone low that is that 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 is the one you have to draw to the most because Judas sat sat where right next to Christ Christ drew drew him as near to himself as possible because Christ knew Judas hated him but but Christ showed us we have to love those whom hate us. Amen. 
Go ahead, Kennard. So your hand. Amen, yes. First thing, you got to love his wife, and then you can keep the Sabbath. You don't love your neighbor, you can't keep the Sabbath. Amen, because one of the works for the Sabbath, she says, before the Sabbath, set all things right. Where? Between you and the Lord. Between, between, um, yeah, between you, you, you and the Lord, within, within, within your own household, and, and those, those in whom you have wronged, wrong throughout throughout the week and then you can keep the sabbath leave your gift at the altar and go make right with your brother amen all right so directly linked is awaking out of sleep um let me finish the 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 verse romans 13 11 says and that knowing the time so so we have to know the time or the event as well it says that now it is high time to wake to awake out of sleep for now is our salvation nearer than we believe. So we actually finally see, oh, no, this is closer than we actually thought years ago, last year, last week, yesterday, whatever it may be. We actually now see, oh, man, the civil son law is right upon us. This war is, is going to be this. This war is right there. We have to we have to get ready now because our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. So directly with waking up out of sleep is this is what you see. You see, man, time is short and I wasted a lot of time. Lord, forgive me. And this is what God is going to show us, that we messed up, that I messed up, that I messed up. I, I, I faltered here and I faltered there. Lord, Lord, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. We have to fall on our face and pray and Lord, help us because, because this verse will be fulfilled. When you finally wake out of sleep, man. I messed up. Even now, we see this in type. We, 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 yeah, we, because anytime we see, oh, man, I taught that wrong. Man, I, I got to go turn. I, I have to turn. Oh, Lord, forgive me for saying, saying this wrong or, or that wrong and so forth. Or, or th that wrong and whatnot. So anyways, with awaking out of sleep is having that love for God and having... Having that love, love for those nearest as well. And we have to ask Christ, what is that love? And act it out as far as we know as well, too. But continuing on, we're going to look at two visions that she has, and they're all, all the same. Let's go to early writings 14, paragraph 1. Um, I'm going to read the, the bold. It says, on this path, the Advent people were what? traveling to the city which was at the farther end of the path they had a bright light set up behind them at the beginning of the path which an angel told me was the midnight cry this light shone all all, all along the path and gave light and gave light for, for their feet so that they might not stumble if they kept their eyes fixed on Jesus who was just before them leading them to the city they were safe but soon some grew weary and said the city was a great way off and they expected to have entered it before. And then Jesus would encourage them by raising his glorious right arm. And from his arm came a light which waved over the Advent band and they shouted, Alleluia. Others rashly denied the light behind them and said that, that it was not God that had led them out so far. The light behind them went out, leaving their feet in perfect darkness, and they stumbled and lost sight of the mark and of Jesus and fell off the path down into the dark and wicked world below. We, we 
will experience this. We will see this. These things we will see. So at the beginning of the path is the midnight cry. So that's why I'm saying this is the beginning. So in the beginning, God will create. And God forth will set forth a law and tell us with, with, with speed we have to go do it. And this is what will happen here. Go ahead. This one. Amen, yes. I'm trying to reconcile it because 1989 is the beginning of the creation. Mm -hmm. But the sixth day is the beginning of the life of man. Oh, man amen. is okay, now I see placed yes. into God's, amen. Um, what God has already created. So amen. We, because we, we, we are on the path since 1989. That's true. In the we, next... we have been learning. We have been, God is just putting everything in place mm -hmm. for our creation. It's really amen. all he's yeah, been all, doing. All these and events I, here. And as we line up with those first five days, when we come, come to, to the, the sixth, sixth day, day the sixth way mark. Paul says we're a new creature. Amen. All right. So now going with what, what, what you just said, the next vision show, shows that we have it on the path all along. And, and, and along this path, we should have got rid of our chariots, our horses, our bags, our stockings, our shoes, and all these things. All these things must come off before you reach this part because they were on a path. And it says, at length, we came to a large chasm at which our path ended. So you come into a path where, where you, you walk this whole way and you, and you come here and the path ends. But because now this path is not, is not, is not an earthly path anymore. Because the, the, the last one says that, that, that she saw a path high and lifted up. It's a higher experience. Amen. So, amen. And this path is a path only of faith. This is why they come here and says we have no oil. Because... Because the cords came down and they had not held on, held on for, for life on that cord throughout. And, but all those who had held on, that, that cord um, increased, increased in size all the way through until they got to this point. They didn't have, have, that, have that cord or, or that oil, oil before from the beginning of their path. When it comes to the beginning of this path, they will fall because there's a chasm. That, that, cord, it, that cord is let down from heaven and God is holding that cord. And only God can lift you up and put you on that higher path. Because now there is no earthly things anymore. Because she says that the midnight cry, it, it went forth in the power of God. It had no human influence in it. It was, it was cut without hands. It was, it, was, it was without man. It was only of God from that point forward. So all those who held on for life on that cord, God lifted them up from, from this earth and put them on that higher path. Amen? And that path you walk on until the end. Go ahead, Swinda. This makes our current experience really important. Because she says, at times, there were no, um, no there were path no, mm -hmm. beneath our feet. And we, we ask. And basically, we wondered how, how we did it. Who was holding the cord? But that's the experience we're having now. Amen. Where, I you know, the, the Lord is showing us. Man, it's times. It's, it's rough. You know, if we don't rely on him now, we're not going to learn to rely on him. Amen. That. In, in the chasm. Yep. Amen. So the beginning of the path is this chasm. But it is, it, it is only a chasm to those who are of the earth. That's it. It is, it is only a chasm to those who are of this earth. If you're of heaven... You have hold from above. And that is the midnight cry. We have hold from above. And, and that light helped them swing across to the city or the green field at the end of the path. So if you don't have that hold, hold, hold from above. If you don't have that oil, you will fail. And that, that oil is, it, it is summed up in these two 
great, great laws. Love, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love thy neighbor as thyself. That, in the shortest way I can say it, is that. That is the shortest way I can say it. All right. I'm going down to CET 184, paragraph 1. I'm just reading the bold because the Lord showed us this chasm vision years ago. And it's still a it's still a it's still a prominent thing that 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 we we must hold be, before the mind's eyes and think on this um, at times. CET 184, paragraph one. Um, the bold. I sh yeah. I'll just read this one, one, one part. It says, the words, the words were then spoken. God holds the cord. We, we need not fear. So, one of the main things for Satan and this time is to make you what? Make you fear. This is why they said, we need not fear. Because Satan's object is to make you afraid. And then draw back. It says, we need not fear. These words were then repeated by those behind us, um, uh, a Amen. With, he will not fail us now. He has brought us, brought us thus far in safety. That's the midnight cry, and it just swells throughout the whole ranks. One, one says it, and it goes all the way down, down the line until everyone swells this, this midnight cry. Okay, you can skip the next paragraph. Skip early writings one eighteen as well. We go under the next heading. We're gonna read Proverbs eight twenty two. Proverbs 8.22 says, says, The Lord possessed me in the beginning of his way, before his works of old. So in the beginning, this from, from this point onward, this is his way. And from the beginning of the midnight cry onward, people will be possessed. It's either by God or by Satan. People will be filled with the Holy Spirit or with an unholy spirit until the end. Because this is in, in this whole path, first, first with one or two, and then and then, then onward from two to three, then three to five, five to twelve, so forth. So the Lord will possess people in the beginning of his way. Alright. Possess means to erect. That is create. It says to procure, especially by purchase, to own, to buy, to teach, to keep cattle to provoke to jealousy to recover or redeem so god is going to redeem he will buy he will own he will provoke to um jealousy he will own he will create in the beginning of his way oh yes thank you to teach to keep cattle yes that's true amen yes he will amen he will make make men there know how how to keep sheep just as Moses learned and knew how to keep sheep. There, God is going to really make people make. Amen. If we're faithful, he will make us very great. He will make sin Adventists great again. He will do it. And it is going to be very nice. And um, I don't know if I'm reached in the notes. I should know. Yeah, it's the next one. That's fine. Praise God. All right. So continue on. Um, education 46 paragraph 1 and this all goes with being in order in his way as as um, Solomon says in Proverbs education 46 paragraph 1 it says from the earliest times prophets have been recognized as teachers divinely appointed 
in the highest sense, the prophet was, was one who spoke by direct inspiration. That's the highest sense. Amen. Yes, he breathed into man. He possessed them. He created. It says, uh, it says, in the highest sense, the prophet was one, was one, um, excuse me, was one who spoke by direct inspiration, communicating to the people the messages he had received from God. So a prophet is a teacher divinely appointed, or in the highest sense, God speaking directly to that man or woman. Amen. All right. Amen. Yes. Both directly to some of us, one of us, hopefully all of us, because that's Christ's desire. Amen. But, that's um, next verse. Yeah, but he's gonna. But those gonna be teachers. That helps with the quote where somebody asks, "Are the pioneers prophets?" And she says, "No, I will not say that they weren't led of God. They're not prophets in the highest sense. She was. Amen. But yes. not them. Amen. But, but." But God um, appointed them for, for that word to go and teach. James White, the Lord appointed him. Miller, everyone knows that. The Lord, amen. Jeff, yes, the Lord appointed him for that word. Amen. But then she says, in the highest sense, mm -hmm. she makes a, a separation here. Amen, yes. The prophet was the one who spoke by direct identifies the teacher. There's two, yes. But then she also identifies the one who speaks in the highest sense. Amen. Okay. So now, next verse is what Kanar was talking about. It says, Would God that all, all the Lord's people were prophets. prophets. Amen. We're teachers. Everybody. Every single one of us in here. Every single one of us in here. The children to every adult in here. We all can be. Because... Amen. Every single one of them. They have to be, um, they, they will be um, teachers divinely appointed. Every single Adventist. By their life, by their actions, by their words, by their dress, everything will show that, yes, you have been with, with Christ. You have been with Christ. I can plainly see it. We see even now. Women go outside. Sometimes they say, oh, yeah. I, I had a feeling you was... Um, exactly. How do they know that? The angels told them because there are angels encamped about us as well. So that, that will happen so much more from that point onward. And, and, and we must have some of that now. We must, yeah, we, we must have some of that now. And then when the beginning of the path, the midnight cry comes, it's gonna, it's, it will, it'll be so much more. And from that point onward, it will just continually increase until the end of time. Continuing on. So as Solomon says, the Lord possessed me in the beginning, in Genesis 1.1, um, yeah, beginning of his way. This is where God creates. So now let's go look at Luke 1.15. It says, For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost. He was possessed. John was possessed in the beginning of his way, even from his mother's womb. And we know that the chasm is this womb experience as well. I'm not... I won't show, 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 show all of that now, but we've, we've taught that year, years back as well. That, that, that this chasm experience is this womb, womb experience here. And, and many will be as John possessed in the beginning of the way. Verse 17. And he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah, Elias. Matthew 11, 
verse 7 to 10. It says, and as they departed, Jesus, um, amen, oh, amen, concerning John, what went ye out, out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken with, with the wind, but what, but what went ye out for, for to see? A man clothed in soft raiment? Behold, they that wear soft clothing are in are in king's houses. But what when ye out for to see? A prophet, I say unto you, and more than a prophet. So when they come out to go and hear this message, many people will come out, come out to go and, and fight, to go and laugh at, to mock. But what would they come and see? The Bible says, a prophet. That is what they're going to come out to see. They'll come and see a prophet speaking right before them. And that and this is what God has, has handed out before us, is that lot, the lot of a prophet. And many people will, will come, come, come for all, all separate um, thoughts, thoughts and ways and such. But, but, but when they reach and, and hear it, they'll see this is a prophet. The Holy Spirit will tell them that this is a prophet. This message is a divinely appointed message. But the baptism, John said, who told you to come here? Amen. Yes. The Holy Spirit brought them there. Amen. And they came and saw a prophet. Desire Ages 2.18, paragraph 4. Um, can someone read, read this, please? The, the bold. Oh, man. The tall reeds that grew beside the Jordan, bending before every breeze, were fitting representatives of the rabbis who had stood as critics and judges of the Baptist mission. They were swayed this way and that by the winds of popular opinion. Amen. So the the reeds shaken in 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 the wind is, is what then? Popular opinions. Yes, the wind is these popular opinions, and many people will give heed onto the, these winds, but John had not. Okay. <clears throat> Go to Desire Ages next paragraph. 323. Um, yes, can someone read, read this both here as well, too? There were many in Christ's day, as there are today, over whom the control of Satan for the time seemed broken. Through the grace of God, they were set free from the evil spirits that held dominion over the soul. They rejoiced in the love of God, but like the stony ground, hearers of the parable, they did not abide in his love. They did not surrender themselves to God daily, that Christ might dwell in the heart. Amen. So submitting to, to Christ daily, this is how we get Christ within our hearts, so that at this, at th this point is now when Christ shall come and possess us. If we don't do, do that work from now, when that, that time comes, the Lord, the Lord cannot, cannot um, create us anew. Um, Next paragraph. It says, "When, when the soul surrenders itself to Christ, a new a new power takes what possession, possession of the heart. It a new heart. Amen. It creates a new heart. It says a change is wrought, which which man can um, never accomplish for for himself. It is a supernatural work, bringing a supernatural element into human nature. The soul." The soul that is yielded to Christ becomes his own fortress, which he holds in a revolted world. And he, and, and he intends that no, 
no authority shall be known in it but his own. So our heart should be a fortress and God's law should be the only law that is known within this heart because this is this is God's fortress in this in this revolted world where 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 from from in here this is where God is going to take down all the evil elements within th this world from a by a supernatural element um Okay, continue on. Now let's go down to the next heading, threefold union. And this is the last heading. Now we'll look at Matthew 22. Matthew 22. Um, read 15, 15 to 16, then we read 23 um, onward in the verses here. Okay, yes, yes, that's what. All right, so, yeah, that's what I want to say. So, in this chasm period, we'll, we'll, this is when we'll really start to see more so because our eyes, eyes will not, not be open, the work of this threefold union. And there is, if there is one on the side of Satan, there must be one on the side of who? Of Christ. If, because Satan only copies all that Christ does, does and, then, and then adds adds his own falsehoods to it. So God's three, threefold union, let's go read that first, actually. Let's go down to John 17, verse 3. It's at the bottom of page 8, I believe, in your notes. We'll read God's threefold union first, and we'll see um, Satan's threefold union. John 17, verse 3. It says, and this is life eternal, that what? They. 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 So so, so the they here is God's church, that they might know thee and the only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. So this is the order in which God, God wants, is that his church linked up with God, God the Father and the Son. It's these, these, these three. Amen. This is God's threefold. Um, amen. Um, verse 21 to... Yeah, we read 21 and 21 to 23 and 26. Can someone read those verses, please? 21, actually just read 21 to 26. That they... Come on, Mike. That they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee. That they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. And the glory which thou gavest me... No, no, that's good. That's good. And the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one, I in them, and thou in me, that they may be perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me, and hast loved them, as thou hast loved me. 26. Yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. And I have declared unto them thy name, and will declare it, that the love wherewith thou hast loved me, may be in them and I in them. Amen. So, so if, if we are linked up with, with God, God the Son, we are part of the 
heavenly three, threefold union of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So, because that is, that is the true threefold union. Once, once, once we are there, once, once we all are one as well and one with Christ, then we shall see much more of the threefold union of Satan's side coming to fight us. Because Satan only fights when he, when he sees that he will soon lose. All right, so now let's go back up to Matthew 22. Matthew 22, verse 15 and 16. <clears throat> Matthew 22, verse 15 and 16. It says, Then went the Pharisees and, and then went the Pharisees and took counsel how, how they might entangle him in his talk. And, and, they, and they sent out unto him their, their um d d d Amen with the Herodians, saying, Master, we 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 know that thou thou art true and amen the 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 way of God in truth neither carest thou for um amen for for thou regardest not not the person of men so now here we see the Pharisees yeah we have the Pharisees and the and the Herodians then go to verse twenty three in the same same chapter it says the same day came 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 to him the Sadducees which which say that there is no um, amen and asked him so now you have this threefold union here trying to catch Christ in in all that he says this this same scene here will happen unto us as well if we're faithful Satan will send men to try to entangle us in our talk to get specific words out of us so that so that they can use these things and bring it to who? To the state power. So that we all might be arrested and 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 this, this and that. So from that point on, we really we're, we're gonna really have to watch watch our words and truly rely rely upon God to speak through us at that time. Because because if you speak any of our words, they will entangle us. Because, yeah. Period. That a hand? Was that a hand, Kazar? Okay. Alright. Um Okay. Now let's go on to early writings, ninety seven, paragraph one. <clears throat> early writings ninety seven, paragraph one. Now looking at the gospel order, which is how the Lord's gonna organize us or Unite us. Okay. Can someone read 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 the bold of early Romans ninety seven, paragraph one, please. The Lord has shown that gospel order has been too much feared and neglected. Formality <clears throat> should be shunned, but in doing so, order should not be neglected. There is order in heaven. There was order in the church when Christ was upon the earth, and after his departure, order was strictly observed among the apostles. And now in these last days, while God is bringing his children into the unity of faith, there is more real need of order than ever before. For as God unites his children, Satan and his evil angels are, are very busy to prevent this unity and to destroy it. Amen. So Satan is there to prevent the what? Unity and destroy it. The gospel order is needed. 
and we have to know what what Christ means by that and and um put and and follow that which God God has set up for for his order because the only way in which in which we we shall be filled with Christ is if is if um we follow what Solomon says if we walk in his way whatever his way is we have to know what his way is every single one of us separately and as one we have to know what his way is so that so that God can um can can come within us all and it and 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 this is something that can actually happen and we have to put have our minds on that and know that this is something that can actually be accomplished amongst us go ahead Kunar. working as the destroyer Amen. trying to destroy the, the unit because that's talking about us and the work mm. we're doing now so we're either destroying this unity or we're trying to bring about or this unity and if you the, the dream that you use with with um the chasm if yeah, you read it carefully, James White was leading that union. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was James White that was at the head, and he turned and says, God holds the court. And everybody said, God holds the court. That's the order that, that we have to be setting up at this time. There's a James White at the head of God's movement. There will be James White at the head. Amen. Okay. Continuing on. Reviewing Herald, January 27th, 1903, Article A, Paragraph 10. It says, then comes the wonderful prayer recorded in the 17th chapter of John, a prayer that means much more to us than we realize. Let us receive it into the treasure house of the soul and make it the daily lesson of our lives. And then she quotes the prayer in John 17. We won't read that for now, but we'll jump to paragraph 12. So paragraph 11, she recites the prayer. Paragraph 12, now let's continue on. It says Satan understands this prayer better than do the members of, of the church of churches and the heads of families. Satan understands it better than we do. He understands it. Go ahead. Amen. He 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 knows it better than we do. And and Satan sees sees in that prayer. Man, if this prayer is actually accomplished, I'm done. And once he see Amen. Once he see he he sees that. So what does he do? He tries to hedge up the way because, 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 because he knows once that prayer is actually fulfilled, he is done. Amen. He is afraid. Satan is a defeated foe and Satan is actually afraid of us. And we have to realize that and, and know that and work in those lines. Satan is afraid of us. So we have to know what that prayer means and try to fulfill that prayer as far as we can. Because once... Once it's done, Satan ha cannot have any hold upon us because our eyes will be open. We will see every single one of Satan's movements and fight against every single one of those movements. And we will see, see, see the, ha the hand, hand of God moving and we will walk, walk in line with his hand at, at every step. So what Satan knows this and he's trying to prevent it. And we have to see how Satan is trying to prevent it as well. It says, continuing on, it says, he does not want the, the what? The people of God to understand it, lest they should see the, amen, the advantage God has bestowed on them. Paul says, be not ignorant of Satan's devices, lest what? He has an advantage. That's what Paul says. So, so 
once you know how Satan works, you have an advantage. And John 17 shows you that advantage you have over him. So Satan's work is to blind our eyes against that advantage. Amen. Unity breaks the power of Satan because, amen, it cannot stand. It says, united we stand, divided we fall. This is why the sixth church is so much shown forth here at the sixth way mark because it means what? Brotherly love. And at this point, we will really see how the United States is going to turn from that which they wrote in Philadelphia. What did they write there? The Constitution of the United States. At the midnight cry, we're really going to see how they actually turn against the things in which they wrote in Philadelphia. But, praise God, in God's church, there will be a group that will keep, keep, keep the law written in Philadelphia. They will keep it and exalt God's law and have, have that unity, have, have that order that God actually wants in this earth in these last days. And, and then we shall go forth conquering and to conquer. Amen. The, yes, it is only one. And God speaks no, no, um, no, wrong, thing, no wrong thing about that church because love is the fulfilling of his law. And she, I think, she, I think it's in GC, she says, the great, the great apostasy began by a denial of the love of God. That is how Rome came up here in the first place, because they ended up denying the love of God. So now when you do actually have that, man, it's going to be a glorious, powerful church, terrible as an army with banners. But continue on. It says, "Less, less they, excuse me, less they, they, less they should see the advantage God has bestowed upon them and know the day of their visitation. He will keep them in discord and strife over little misunderstandings and little what differences, which, which, um, amen, grow, grow into variance and hatred. He, he knows that." If, if he can keep them thus, they will present before the world a, sh a showing exactly opposite of that which God desires them to present. Next paragraph, coming, coming down to a close. Oh, yes. It says, let them link up with one another and with Christ. Um, and then, yeah, and then, and then she says, let them study the 17th, the, yeah, let them study the 17th of John and learn how to pray and how to live the prayer of Christ. He is the comforter. Last, last bold of the same paragraph. It says perfect Christian fellowship will exist among them. That's a nice promise. It says will. It's not might or can. It says will. It will happen. It says will exist among them. There will, will be seen in their lives the fruit that always appears as a result of obedience to the truth. Obeying the truth is, is what will bring that unity. Psalms 133, and this is why the foolish virgins asked for oil. They had not the faith and they had not this unity as well. It says, Behold, how good, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments, as, as, as the dew of Hermon, and, and as 
and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. Go ahead. Hold up, Mike. All right, go ahead. Okay, yeah, the, the foolish virgins are united in letter with the wise because they took their Amen. lamps. It's very easy for us to keep the Sabbath, yeah. but only the wise will be united in the spirit of the Sabbath. We'll keep the Sabbath all seven days. But the foolish virgins don't keep the Sabbath Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, nor Friday. They only Amen. keep it on the seventh day because the scripture says, remember the Sabbath, Sabbath day. day. But the wise know that the Sabbath day is every day of the week. The Sabbath is it's only a, a sign that we keep the Sabbath. We have, the we have to keep it in letter and in spirit, but the foolish virgins don't know that spirit. So mm -hmm. when the cry comes to go forth, they, 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 they can't do it because they're not in harmony with the spirit of those who are, who are walking with God all this time. So I pray Amen. that by the grace of God, we don't only keep the letter of his word, but we seek to be in, in unity and spirit as well, which is impossible without the Holy Spirit. Amen. As, as, Haskell, Amen. as Haskell says, Haskell says, it says, you will first see the things, things upon the surface, which is the letter. That's the plain things. Amen. That's the easy things to see. But it says, secondly, the spiritual things. And keeping the spirit, spirit of the Sabbath throughout, throughout Sunday to Friday is not speaking your own words, not thinking your own thoughts, not, not doing your own works. Um, you, you eat right and you dress right and all these things. That is keeping the spirit throughout, throughout the whole week in short. So, so that when the Sabbath comes, it is not a, it's not hard. It's not, it's not hard. It's not a heavy cross. But the Sabbath is a heavy cross to many people. Why? Because Sunday to Friday, they, they have been fighting against the Sabbath. So that when the Sabbath comes, it's also difficult for them to keep the Sabbath. All right. So last, last couple, last three verses says, we know that we have passed from death onto life. So Philadelphia is in the state of life, but, but, um, yes, but the seventh church is, is, is then in this state of the dead. They, they have, have not that spirit of life. They have not that unity. And, and we will truly see in America that this spirit of the dead is upon, upon, upon the, upon the United States. How? Because literally things around us is just will just start falling and dying because plagues, plagues will come, fires will come, tornadoes will come, hurricanes will come, which will just bring forth death and destruction. That is how you know the United States is in this spirit of this dead. It's in, it's in this death-like slumber because everything around it is just dying. But in the church, praise God, there will be life and light and peace, peace in Christ. It says, Amen. Within, within its members, within every fortress within here, there will be life if we're faithful. It says, we know that we have passed from death onto life, but, but the U.S. will pass from life to death because, because, because they turn away from the things that were written in Philadelphia. It says, because we love the brethren. It says, he that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Whosoever hateth his his brother is a murderer and and ye and ye excuse me and ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him hereby um, perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren and um 
we truly need this spirit. I know I don't have it. I know I have it in part. I need to have it in its fullness. And we, we ought to pray for this, um, for this order that God, God, God want, wants for us all. But we must all first be ordered with, with God ourselves. Make, make things right with God and make things right with us within here. Because united we stand, divided we fall. If we're not united with Christ and united with, with, with those around us, we, we will fall. But, and, and, and we'll clearly see this in the near future because everything around us will fall. All things that can be shaken will be shaken. And, and, they, and, and they will shake and fall just as the Twin Towers shook and fell. So, so we'll stop here and, we'll, and, and hopefully in the next weeks we'll look, look more at the Midnight Cry because there's many things with it. There's a lot of things that, that um, the Lord is showing and that if we're not ordered as God, God um, has, ha has in store for us, we, we will be lost. So let us pray, pray for this and, help, and, and pray that God will help us to look like his son much, much more. Amen. All right, let's close with a word of prayer. Father in heaven, oh Lord, we thank you, oh Lord, for all that you have shown us. Oh Lord, please forgive us for our faults and our failures. Forgive us for our sins. Oh Lord, please, Father, help us to order ourselves after, after you, after the one in which you have set up, um, set up here now. Help us all here, Lord, to know know our own work, and Lord, to follow in that work as well. Please, Father, help us. Help us to set aside all things that, um, that, that fight against you, and please, Lord, help us to walk, walk in your lines. And we ask all these things in Christ's name we pray. Amen.